When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We've got a long lineup today, so we're just going to judge and judge Amanda Calagara from the Jefferson Parish Juvenile Court judge uh, from Juvenile Court, excuse me, joins us this morning. Uh, they will be celebrating on Monday, November the 13th, the first uh, annual Adoption Day. Five children will be adopted into permanent loving homes. Judge Caligaro, welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you for having me. So, Judge, uh, what was the talking about the first annual Adoption Day? Uh, what motivated you guys uh, to start this uh, recognition and celebration? Well, this is something that I guess we've been talking about for a while. It's been going on nationally since 2000. There are hundreds of jurisdictions around the nation who celebrate this in the month of November. And in Louisiana, we certainly uh, need to bring the awareness because last year we had over 6,000 children in foster care in Louisiana, and we had the need to have 700 children adopted by persons who were not their parents. Um, and so there's, you know, quite the need, quite a lot of people in our state who were involved in this system want to celebrate and we want to bring attention to the wonderful work that our foster parents do and the people who prepare them, um, as well as the people who pre- prepare our CASA advocates, who are the people who give children voice in court when uh, they are in foster care. Judge, uh, I know that you probably speak to a lot of groups about this. When you quote those stats, typically what is the reaction you get? It's hard to know exactly because I I just, I guess, feel like many people don't deal with this in their day-to-day world. And and that's part of why we want to do this is we want to, have everyone kind of know that this is going on and that there are opportunities to help to change the trajectory of children's lives in our community. Um, I I know that you're aware of this, but, you know, the the sideline is we know now through brain development studies that what happens to a child in utero and in the early first three years of their life is critical to have them have healthy brain development. So when there are issues related to untreated mental illness, uh, untreated substance abuse issues, as well as some of the side effects of poverty, the children do not experience all of the normal connections that they need to in brain development. And this can plague them for years to come and cause, you know, the, the actual need 
for rehabilitation and their ability to function well in school and in families and relationships to be quite a task to undertake and to be successful in. More often than not, your role is almost in some cases towards the end of, in some cases like in the beginning of the journey, but in others at the end of the journey, right? Well, it, you know, of course, differs. I mean, we have um, the responsibility of working with the Department of Children and Family Services as well as other departments in our state, but primarily, principally, DCFS or that department has to investigate all of the reports of child neglect and or abuse. Some of them begin by reports that we receive literally at the birth of the child. And then, of course, they can go at any point up until the child is 18 years old. So, I mean, it depends. Sometimes a child has been in a situation for a brief time, and maybe it's, you know, not going to be at that critical development time. But we also have cases where children are in situations for a lengthy period of time um, in those early critical times. And it's our goal, of course, to support families who are dealing with the horrible side effects of substance abuse to try to get sober in order to be able to better parent and have their children experience those healthy milestones um, to assist them in removing some of the obstacles that come with poverty and to be treated for some of the serious mental illnesses that plague some of our citizens in our state. So as much as we can work with DCFS and the families to support them doing better, the better the children can do. Now, of course, it's not always the case that they can remain with their family. And again, that is why we work so hard to ensure that we have well-educated staff and prepared foster families to take them in and advocates to be a voice for their needs in court. Judge, we've seen the scourge of uh, fentanyl come into our community. I think in Jefferson Parish last year, 274 drug-related deaths, 223 fentanyl deaths, 81% of those are overdose deaths. The second most overdose deaths in the state in 2021 in Jefferson Parish. Um, With that, the byproduct in many cases is that there are children left behind, right? Yes, I mean... If the parent overdoses um, and they are not revived, um, then the child can immediately be dependent. Um, And and that is something that we have to intervene in, and and we have immediate court hearings and have to place them immediately. We do have some people who use fentanyl, um, and and they don't actually die, um, which I guess was a learning for me. I guess you remember that I had a medical background, and fentanyl was something in the hospital that when you administered it to a patient, they stopped breathing. And so right. I I learned in this time that, unfortunately, there were people who use it and, and kind of walk that tightrope between um, having some sort of high and dying. Um, and so we do have people who come in who have an addiction that involves drugs, including fentanyl, and they are able to seek substance abuse treatment 
go to rehab, go to detox, and become free of the use of substances such as fentanyl and others. I think earlier you reported, what, 6,272 children that are served in foster care? Was that the number? That was the statistic for last year, yes. Right. What are we seeing? Is it trending up or down this year? Um, Unfortunately, this year it does seem to be trending up, and I'm not entirely clear on what the problems are, uh, but I do think that they include a lot of the substance abuse, um, untreated mental illness, as well as a number of people who um, have complications of poverty. Last year, uh, and y'all are celebrating um, on Monday um, the adoption day, and at, and at the event, five children will be adopted into permanent um, homes. I think they, in the stats that you provided me, there's 700 that were adopted last year. A lot of folks, you know, as opposed to 6,272 in foster care, a lot of folks might interpret that as being that's not that big of a number. But the reality is because of stigma, because of a whole bunch of issues uh, and challenges, um, 700 in, in, in some ways could be viewed as quite an accomplishment, right? Yeah, I mean, when we can find adoptive homes for children and people who are committed when it's necessary to make a permanent change, it, it certainly is incredibly important. Each one you know, in court, we don't really look at these numbers in big numbers like that. We look at it individually. And every child needs an opportunity to grow up in a gentle, loving home with supportive systems around them. And we do what we can every day to ensure that they get just that. And the successes that flow from that, I'm sure, um really motivate you uh, in what you do because uh, I've heard of so many, uh, so many stories and so many lives that have been impacted in a positive way. Yeah, I mean, any time that you feel that you have changed the trajectory of a child's life and their future, made it more possible for them to get an education and have a chance at a future, it's incredibly rewarding. And we, you know, are not always able to have it work out the way that we would like or the way that best um, changes that trajectory to the extent that we would like. But we certainly uh, work to do what we can to support each and every child's effort in, in getting what they need. And having said that, unfortunately, we have those that are involved in the system that are not well-intentioned, right? Evil in the heart, evil in the mind. And we hear the horrific stories of human trafficking and and other issues. So there's, I guess, a bit of both uh, that are present within the system, and it continues to be a challenge across this country. Well, I, um, I'm not sure exactly um that suggestion except to say that when a child is in the custody of the state of Louisiana and they're in an adoptive home, the court is required by federal law, but also well, based I, upon I was also including foster care. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, 
so what you know so when we are um, in a situation where a child is placed or when we are trying to work with a family to maintain their home life um, we do review these cases we have the opportunities again to have the parents in in uh, substance abuse treatment we have um, a number of options of in-home therapies and um, programs for mental illness and it's i mean it's these things are not easy it's not a one-size-fits-all um, and that is why we have so many hearings you know we have to ensure that they are compliant we have to ensure that they are improving we have to ensure that the children remain in a safe and stable home sometimes it requires the child to be temporarily removed until they're in a situation where through supports they're able to have their child return to them but it, it certainly is not, you know, one of those where you put the boat in the water and you just let it float down. I mean, you have to right. watch it along the path and make sure that you intervene and that they're doing what they can to ensure that, you know, they are providing the children what they need. And when you look uh, at poverty in our state, I mean, these numbers are staggering and obviously it, 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 none of them lead to real positive outcomes I think um, in some of the data that you provided, 827,586 residents received SNAP, which is Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. It's roughly $68 million in emergency allotments um, yeah, monthly as well. Uh, that's 18.5% of our population uh, are receiving assistance Um that's got to be emblematic of a lot of what you see in your court. Yeah, I mean, we sometimes, um, you know, in that's kind of a related topic, but in introducing some of the trauma-informed court practices that have kind of gained attention nationwide, I mean, it's really difficult for a child to come to court and to sit there if they haven't been fed breakfast, if they haven't had you know, a good night's sleep and all of those kinds of things. So in the court system, we find ourselves also sometimes in having to check on just the basic needs of people and ensuring that when they are before us, that we are asking the right questions, that we are making the right orders. And sometimes it's quite simple things that, you know, we might take for granted if, you know, you or I, we're in a circumstance, you know, it might be a different circumstance about getting your child ready and getting them there. Sometimes people are taking multiple buses, walking to, you know, distances sometimes um, on the West Bank to get to where we are, taking multiple bus exchanges to get to where we are. And we always are working towards doing a better job at making that experience easier for people and recognizing that. I mean, just for the sake of having a vehicle and having enough food in the home is sometimes an advantage that all of the people that we see simply just don't have. Well, congratulations uh, to you guys for the hard work that y'all do day in and day out and for the celebration of uh, these parents that will be adopting children. children as you well know i have two adopted children they were uh, two adopted children excuse me uh, truly gifts from god um and you know it's just so uh, 
rewarding to hear that there are folks um, that continue to adopt uh, kids, especially out of these programs, because uh, it can be very difficult, and sometimes it's a long and arduous uh, journey uh, to get from point A to point B. In, in many cases, it's not real easy, and you have to stay the course, and, and thankfully we have uh, families willing to do so, right? Yeah, it is wonderful. Um, I do want to make sure to get on this um, interview the fact that if there are any listeners out there who have an interest in a heart for children that may be interested in becoming a foster parent, that they can contact uh, Crossroads NOLA. Uh, that is the entity, a nonprofit in our area who does just a spectacular job at preparing and certifying foster parents, an incredibly important and needed service in our community, as well as CASA, the court-appointed special advocates who provide voices for children who are in foster care for the court. And they can be contacted either through their website at casajefferson.org or through their outreach intake person, Ms. Ether, and her number is 504-533-8757. And both of these services, you know, take in and train volunteers and really form a critical backdrop for what we're able to do in court. And so I just wanted to make sure that I got that out there. No doubt. I mean, both of those organizations, uh, it makes the process so much easier in court to make sure that everyone's interests are protected as you move through that process. And without them, Judge, I think you would agree this whole thing would go a lot slower and be a lot more tedious than it already is, right? Right. And, and it's it's not just slow, but sometimes you just don't get all of the information that you need or sometimes you're delayed in putting a child in a placement that they really deserve and need and so i really um thank you for having me here and i hope that i've been able to communicate this need in our community because it really does lift the floor of our entire community and really seeks to serve us well with all of our citizens no doubt at all, and thank you, as well as Judge Baron Burmaster and Judge Jennifer Womble, uh, who make up the juvenile court for all the hard work y'all do each and every day. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. All righty, folks, that was Judge Amanda Can- Calagero, uh, Jefferson Parish Juvenile Court. We will be right back, 504-260-1870, on the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line. Stay with us. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.